Set your mind on things above with Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. He wanted a cure. He found the creator. Chapter 20 Consummation When men began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful, and they married any of them they chose. Genesis 6, 1-4 Lovely. Sumjaza looked over his bride with satisfaction. He wrinkled his nose at the other daughters of Eve, even though all the women wore their finest for the ceremony tonight. None could compare to her. Nema is far superior to them. Indeed, nothing but the best for the Bana Elohim. After that first night, the girl was resistant. She begged and pleaded to return to her father. Her weakness repulsed him. Sumjaza chuckled as he remembered how he planned to destroy her after the child was born. But then it came to him in a moment of clarity. How could I have been so stupid? Of course. The girl wouldn't want to go through with it if she couldn't see her role in this great plan. I was right to change my strategy. Instead of cruelty and force, Samjaza became gentle and tender. It worked. Dear one, fear not, and do not be dismayed, for you will be great among all women. You will be honored for ages to come as the mother of the redeemed ones. No, my sweet, you shall no longer be a lowly Sabasi, but like a goddess among women. They shall all pattern themselves after your beauty and courage. He felt the now familiar surge of power blow through him as he remembered her passionate response to his words, her wild abandonment to his control. Samjaza fixed his gaze on her and smiled as he examined the curve of her flesh, outlined in the delicate robe fashioned just for this eve. She smiled back. Hazazel, my friend, Samjaza called, raising his hand over the excited voices in the crowded tent. Excellent artistry. You've worked wonders with the preparations. Indeed, Captain, Hazazel said. The raw materials are somewhat crude here, but with the right techniques, a most favorable outcome is possible. See what I mean? Hazazel said as he lifted the thin, silk-like covering of the young woman clinging to his side, revealing a long length of leg and that which should be covered. The girl squealed in protest, then giggled. Hazazel, Captain Zumjaza said. Control yourself. Why should you have all the fun, eh, Captain? No one's taking away your fun, Hazazel, Samjaza said, but there is a time for everything. When is my time? After me. Samjaza placed his hand firmly on Hazazel's shoulder. Nema will be the first. With all due respect, Captain, Hazazel said, brushing his hand away, you'd better hurry because I won't wait much longer. Now, now, my good benai, a craggy voice said from behind. Let there be no discord among us. Samjaza masked his annoyance with a grin when he saw the source. Samjaza opened his arms to his bride's father and brother, who approached carrying two large packs. Greetings, Father Lamech, Tubacon. Does this sun sleep find you well? I'm as full as the light of the moon this eve, now that my Nama's time has come, Lamech said. And not to worry, Honorable Hazazel, your happiness will soon be like that of your captain. I have spoken with the elders of Cain, and I'm glad to report their agreement to our plan. 
Good. The news is most pleasing indeed. So I take it our little demonstration was effective, Samjaza asked. Yes, they understand the truth of the prophecy now. They are ready to give their daughters in marriage. Excellent, Samjaza winked at Hazazel. My comrade, your time is nigh. Samjaza adjusted the banner of the tribe of Cain across his shoulder. Dear Father Lamech, how soon might these other marriages take place? I see no reason to delay that which is wonderful. Father Lamech placed one of his packs on the ground next to Tubalcon. That is, as long as the Banai perform their part of the covenant. The Banai will most gladly reveal the hidden wisdom to every man who gives his daughter in marriage. But we do require a demonstration of faith. Just what kind of demonstration do you suggest? Let all who are willing give their daughters for consummation of the union tonight after name a ceremony. Ah, indeed, indeed. Father Lamech grinned as he nudged Samjaz aside. I see the sons of God have much in common with the sons of Adam. This will be a most fruitful covenant indeed. Let it be as you have spoken. But first, Father Lamech said, picking up the heavy pack, allow me to bring the glad tidings to the people. Samjaza's eyes narrowed at Father Lamech's comparison. Sons of God and sons of Adam alike? Utterly ridiculous indeed. How dare this foolish man compare my determined focus on the great plan and clarity of mind to these mere fleshly longings of these dust men? Still. Samjaza smiled broadly and gave a slight nod. His foolishness serves me well. As you wish, Father Lamech. Captain Samjaza waved at the eager guests filling the tent. We shall begin the ceremony after your announcement. Father Lamech hefted his heavy sack over his shoulder and strode outside the tent, tapping his staff along the path as he went, not bothering to see if the others followed. The effects of the muddy Sopani mixture Tumulkan had forced down his throat were complete now. The horrible cramping and fogginess were just a faint memory. Adama is ours for the taking. Lamech beamed as he surveyed El Tava, teeming with kinsmen, and his son Tuokan rushing to his side. Father Lamech lifted his large staff, the pride of his tribe, into the air and inhaled the sweet, fragrant air as if he could savor the satisfaction of this moment forever. The chattering ceased as they noticed the elder residing at the Circle of Honor. Only two lone drumbeats stood out as a mischievous childling was hushed and tugged away from his father's instrument by the ear. Most sorry, Father Lamech, a Sabasi woman whispered, nearly tripping over the length of her garment in her haste. Most sorry indeed, she said again before disappearing into the crowd with the childling in tow. Father Lamech relished the moment, waiting until the noisy crowd was completely still. Then he lowered his staff and raised his voice. Hear me, O sons of Adam and daughters of Eve. You have chosen well this Eve, and the Ancient of Days has heard your cries. On this night, the fullness of the prophecy begins. Our daughter Nama, the daughter of I, Lamech, a son of Cain, shall be joined with the Most Honorable Benai Elohim, Captain Samjaza of Son of the Most High. Lamech paused while a few cheers erupted from the crowd, overwhelming the sound of his voice. He raised his hand and began again. Through this union, the seas shall come. Let us rejoice and be exceeding glad this eve, for our redemption is nigh and we shall. This time an enormous wail sliced through the sun's sleep, cutting Father Lamech's words off completely. 
The longings of that sound pushed the yearning people to the edge as others responded with claps and cheers and groanings unknown. Father Lamech stared wide-eyed at his people, these sons and daughters of Cain, too long rejected and outcast, too long waiting. One tear trickled down the craggy line faced, bathed in dim moonlight, leaning on his staff. That light became brighter as Samjaza and his men surrounded Father Lamech. And many moons have passed while we hoped for this moment. Father Lamech silenced the exuberant shouts. Now it has come. We shall be redeemed, but... Father Lamech thrust his staff into the air once more. But there are some among us who still do not believe, even though the truth has been revealed. Trust me, it saddens me greatly to tell you that our own Lita, my faithful Sabasi, lacked faith to receive this great promise. Father Lamech perused the crowd, resting his gaze on familiar faces. He smirked when he found his wives, Ada and Zilla, hovering near Mother Zura and the other gulls. They held his gaze, but inched closer together. Unfortunately, not all have received this wondrous news with gladness. I myself was attacked this eve by the one who would have been Nameless covering had not the Ancient One revealed his wisdom to me. Father Lamech paused while the kinsman responded. Attack an elder of Cain? Tis a fosh too indeed. A disgrace in the face of the Almighty it is. But the grace of the Ancient One was with me, Father Lamech said. And I was not overcome. Using the mind he gave me, I bested the cursed fool. See here. With one fluid move, Father Lamech swung the heavy pack from his shoulder high into the air and pulled the covering off. Not a soul spoke as the lifeless eyes of Lita stared into the dark, dangling precariously by a long brown plait in Lamech's fist. Lita! shrieked an older woman in the back before a thick, heavy hand clamped her mouth shut and dragged her up the steps of El Tava away from the gathering. That fool of a man brought sorrow to his own mother, Lamech said, shaking his head, with his ignorance and bitterness. Let us all learn from his mistake. Lamech scowled at Zilla and Ada, huddled together, cowering behind Mother Zora. Hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech. Hearken unto my speech, for I have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, Truly Lamech, seventy and sevenfold. Father Lamech perused the crowd triumphantly, satisfied when no one else said a word. A fool shall not be suffered who tries to darken the eyes of Lamech. May all who come against the prophecy be even as Lisa is. Father Lamech covered the bodiless head and dropped it back into the sack on the ground. Now let us forget the sorrow of unbelief and embrace the promise to come, for the elders of Cain have wrought a great victory this eve in spite of the sons of Seth. Father Lamech walked toward the first row of the earthen benches. Sons of Cain, hear me now. The sons of God have agreed to receive any daughter of Eve for the consummation of the covenant during the high time of the full moon this sun's sleep. In return, each family partaken of the union will receive the hidden wisdom of the Ancient One from the Son of God joined to his family. This eve, a hoarse male voice called from the crowd. One of the preparations for the ceremony of union, a strong high-pitched voice shouted from the right. 
There is no time to prepare coverings for all the daughters. We can't. One moment, please, Father Lamech said, holding out a hand in protest. Mother Azura, do not let your heart be troubled. Not only do the good Benai grant us their presence, but they bear gifts as well. As if on cue, two Sabasi carrying a large basket rushed forward and placed the load at Lamech's feet. Mother Zura, if you please, come examine these garments. The lean woman's long, thick braid fell to the ground as she walked slowly to the tray. She gently tossed a thin swath of gold cloth over her shoulder as she lifted up the garment for inspection. Her eyebrow rose as she snatched the fabric tightly between her hands and then stroked the length of it. Pleasing, is it not? Lamech said. Where did you get this? Azura asked. I've never seen any tribeswoman with cloth so fine. Not ever. Not even a wand's skill is equal to this. Not where, Mother Azura, but who? Father Lamech replied. It is merely the first of the hidden wisdom to come from the Benai Elohim. They will instruct us as the Ancient One always intended. Can they help us find food? Father Lamech prepared to answer, but stopped when he felt a strong hand on his shoulder. Allow me, Captain Samjaza said with a grin. Not only can we show you how to find food, but we know how to make it taste better. Peals of laughter spread through the crowd. That Yemezrik is a good cook indeed. Father Mahujael held his bowl in the air. His meals are better than that of our eldest Sabasi, and they are restoring too. That is just the beginning, sons of Cain, Samjaza said. We can show you how to make stronger dwellings and protect yourselves from the rebellious beast. That would be most welcome indeed, one of the elders said, holding out his maimed hand. Got that trying to gather berries from Avonland Forest. The creatures are becoming more hostile with the passing of each light. Aye, for truth, it would be good to tame them, another man said with the daughter at his side. But what about his hand? Can you do anything for that? We are skilled healers and still bear the invincible essence of the Most High. Our offspring will possess it too, Samjaza said, raising a hand. As for the rest of you, we can share the hidden wisdom that heals. Remember, your own Tubal was restored because of it. Samjaza walked the length of the platform, answering questions with ease, until he stood between Father Lamech and Tubal Finally, there was a long pause. Well, fathers, are there any more concerns? Just one, a booming voice called from the rear, drawing all attention away from Samjaza. Speak, Samjaza said, eyeing the bear of a man. How many daughters can you take? How many do you have? Samjaza laughed heartily. Let all who are willing come. What is that stench? They're here, Azam said. Where? Delmar scanned the crowd, bustling in and out of the tent. I don't see anything. It must be coming from somewhere else. Let's go. No, Azam grabbed Delmar's elbow, forcing him to stop. Look again at their faces. Don't be absurd. I know fallen when I see them. Delmar stumbled backwards as a young woman rushed past him and instinctively reached for an out relief tucked inside his garment. Did you see that? I knew it. Although I didn't expect to see it here, at least not so soon. What was it? Alzam lowered his voice as he focused on an older man holding a young woman who squirmed beneath his grip. I've heard it called the darkening of the eye. I noticed it when we were on the pillars. That's how it begins. Remember the girl with Hazazel? 
For a moment, it was there, then it was gone. I wanted to be sure before alarming you. That's why I needed to get close. Delmar looked around cautiously, trying to see what his arm saw. I don't know what this darkening of the eye is, but that girl looked like she had two faces, and one looked like... I don't know what it was, but then it was gone. In fact, her eyes were a dark brown, so I don't know what you... It's not like that, Azam said, frustrated. The darkening of the eye is not about the color of the eye. It's about what's inside the eyes. Before the dulling comes, the eyes become dark, the spark. The life inside the eye goes dim. Then finally, if the one who succumbs does not return, well, what you saw in that girl happens. You know what's wrong with the girl? Yes. What can we do? We have to stop this. We can't, Delmar. She's fallen. But she is just a girl. Surely there is something we can do. She is under their control now. You mean the face I saw was... Azam edged Delmar to the back side of the tent, away from the bustle. The other face you thought you saw was a fallen. But how could they be inside a human like that? I didn't think that was possible. Why do they not merely pass through like us? They are still spirits. True, Azam said. But if a human allows them or embraces their signature, they can stay. They can stay inside and cling to their being as long as they like. I suppose, but can't the girl just get rid of it, make it pass through? That's just the point, Azam said. He clenched his jaw and tightened his grip on his dagger beneath his cloak. She doesn't want to. But why not? Why would she want it around? They stink to high heavens. She would be a fool to embrace it. Anyone would. Delmar. Azam turned him toward the girl, standing just a few feet away. She doesn't even know it's there. Azam, Delmar whispered. We know it's there and we can see it. Yes. Can it see us? I don't know. This concludes this chapter of Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. If you enjoyed this excerpt and just can't wait for the next chapter, download Taken ebook through Amazon Kindle and read it for free with Amazon Prime. Also, please check back for upcoming chapters of Taken on this podcast. Remember, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Please share this uplifting read with your friends and get ready to soar. Thank you again for listening and may the favor of the Ancient One be on you.